welcome to the show. Um, we're on Subversity Show uh, with Dan Zhang, and uh, I'm talking with Marcio Riolong and uh, um, the, uh, the other director, uh, Philippe Matsumbaka, uh, the co-directors, uh, the two directors of Seashore. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. You very it's a much. pleasure to be here. Yeah, um, I really like the lyricism in your film. It, uh, it's uh, kind of moves slowly, but it uh, actually is uh, makes sense for the um, for the for the eventual kind of connection between the two characters. Um, you said uh, in the press notes that it's uh, one of the notes I saw that said that it was autobiographical. What do you mean by that? Well, uh, when me and Felipe, we met in the film school, we were in our early 20s. And when we started to talk to each other, we realized we had had very similar adolescence. And uh, then we decided to take my memories of when I was 18 years old and with these memories build up, uh, build one character. And then we took uh, Felipe's memories of when he was 18 years old and we built up an another character. And then our challenge to develop the script was to confront these two memories in this age previous to the one we actually got to meet, you know. So the story itself is fictional, but it's strongly based on uh, personal experiences, on things we, we've been through, uh, that we, we shared common things. And, uh, and landscapes also. Yeah, exactly. We, both of us, we grew up going to the same beach during uh, all our teenagehood, but we never met during the time, and that's the beach where the film is set. And, and, um, are, are and that's you, pretty... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, please. Uh, are you two a couple? Yes, we are. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I was just wondering if uh, it seems so placid and uh, peaceful, uh, I mean, on the beach, and there was none, there's none of this carnival, carnival atmosphere that people associate with Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Is that deliberate? We, yes. We, we actually, we come from the very far south of Brazil. Uh, it's actually out of the tropical zone. So, uh, we have a really cold winter, as you can see in the film. And, uh, yeah. it's kind of out of the global imaginary that people have on the country. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, it, it is part of the same country, you know. It's just <laughs> yeah. not not so usual to to many people. But um, yeah, for us, it's very important uh, shoot in this kind of landscape and uh, this kind of uh, place because this is also Brazil. And yeah, and it's never portrayed. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I never seen it like that. Yeah. And um, do you uh, the two characters? Uh, did they um, are they gay? For instance. Uh, for for example, are they gay? If the characters are gay, I mean, like the actors who play the characters, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the the actors, one of them, yes. The other one, no. Ah, and um, did they? Um, did you have to um, train them a lot, or was that uh, were they almost natural for the part? Well, uh, both me and Felipe, we were actors before becoming directors. So the acting part is what we care the most in all our works. Right, right. So uh, we, we, when we started to uh, look for uh, the actors who would play the roles, we weren't really interested in how much experience they had. 
but uh, we wanted people that we felt would uh, not only fit for the characters we were looking for, but uh, be interested in participating on a very unusual process we wanted to have. So uh, we, re we rehearsed with them for seven months wow. prior to the shooting. And uh, Mateus, who plays Martin, had only done two short films before. He had no formal training, nothing. And uh, Mauricio, uh, we found him on Facebook. Oh, and uh, he had not, he had no experience with acting whatsoever, you know. So, uh, wow. so we started like very slowly with uh, weekly meetings, discussing the characters, the plot, sharing reference, and uh, also uh, we shoot the movie in chronological order. Oh, so uh, for us, it was really important this uh, evolution of the characters during the, their journey. Yeah, we wanted the actors to have the same experience, the same journey that uh, their characters would have. So, did um, was it uh, uh, a totally independent film, or did you have to get um, big, was was big pretty much independent, especially yeah. for the shooting. Uh, we had uh, uh, funds for the post production, but uh, uh, the, the shooting we did only with private investments and with a lot of supporters and uh, a lot of goodwill and friends. So. <laughs> was it sh uh, shot on film or on video? No, on video. Oh, yeah. And uh, so wh which one was gay? Uh, Mateus or Mauricio? Uh, Mauricio. Ah. And um, so he plays the, the one who is probably... Um, more confused about it. Uh, it seems it implies there's some confusion at the end. Yeah, no. Uh, his character, uh, Maurice, okay. is the one that plays Tomas. Yeah, and uh, his character is not. Uh, not the I would one. Say confused about his sexuality. He's just really afraid oh, of okay. sharing this secret with his best friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His opinion is uh, the opinion that matters the most to him. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, ah, and, yeah. Uh, Martin's character, on the other hand, goes in a different uh, situation, you know, he's in a different stage uh, of his life when it comes to his sexual perception of himself and everything, and um, during these uh, three days that they spend together, like, uh, he starts to open up a few doors, and yeah. we don't really know about his future, but uh, we only have the moment, those three days. So you left the ending kind of vague, so that you didn't want to say what happened to them uh, together. Yeah. For us, uh, what was important in the film was the journey that they had, you know, uh, how one uh, friend perceives the other one. So uh, you, at the beginning uh, of this interview, you mentioned that uh, with, uh, the, the film starts a bit slow and everything, but then makes sense at the end. And for us, the film is pretty much about how one friend uh, perceives the other and finds out things about the other that uh, he didn't know. Oh, right, right. So yeah. uh, we start like knowing nothing about them and little by little we start to find out things pretty much in the same intensity as one finds out about the other. So sometimes you never have like a fully uh, a full idea of what's going on. Right. Because uh, the other friend doesn't have as well. But ju just like him, we know enough to vaguely understand what's going on and to stand by uh, by his friend and support him when he makes a decision, you know. So has it been uh, showing at uh, many film festivals? 
Uh, it has, yeah. yeah. It's been doing a, a really good uh, festival career. We're really happy with that. And uh, we still haven't uh, shown the film in Brazil, actually. That's oh. going to happen in, like, the next month. So uh, we're really excited about it. How do you think the reception will be? We hope so, yeah. We, uh, how, we, we, yeah. we, we can't speak for the audience, but uh, <laughs> uh, in uh, all the festivals we're showing, we're seeing a really good connection with the audience, especially with, with young people, and that's really important for us. Right. Because uh, one of the things that motivated us the most to do the film was when we were growing up, sometimes we had a hard time to find films on youth that we could strongly connect right. with. You know, most of them uh, portray youth in a more uh, uh, idealistic uh, vision or sometimes uh, more nostalgic. And we really wanted to do a, uh, this film when we were still close to the age of the characters. I mean, as close as possible. We, we felt we were already mature to do a, uh, our first feature, but we were still young enough to understand the characters and their feelings. So uh, it's really important, you know, this dialogue with the young uh, audience. And uh, we're really happy with the results. So you, you said you're close in age. So you're, um, are you 30s? Or? Well, when we shot the film, Felipe was 23. Oh. And I was, and I was 27. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, wow, you look younger than, yeah. You look young. You Thank look you young. Much. Yeah. I uh, haven't seen your both of your pictures, so except the one on this uh, Skype, but uh, okay. yeah. Uh, so, um, how how about more about your your both of your careers? I know that you did another film, a short on uh, uh, ballet dialogue. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that was about a teenager and an older person uh, connecting in some way. Um, was that through social media? Uh, well, no. that was kind of like a documentary fiction uh, that we did uh, about this uh, generational conflict that we felt in uh, the LGBT community here right. in Brazil. Especially in the gay community. Yeah, yeah it's Especially everywhere. In the gay yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, we really wanted to talk about it because uh, we feel sometimes kind of uh, frustrated by that because... Uh, you have like this uh, older generation that fought for rights, that have been through a lot of things to give you freedom, to give you uh, the right to be who you are. And then like the new generation comes and start to kind of uh, look down on the older generation. And uh, the film is pretty much about that and how uh, life goes on a cycle thing and uh, trying to, to put that in a perspective, you know. Right. That's that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> given that I'm I'm from that earlier generation, and so uh, it's very true that um, people have to people don't know their history, and so yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what we really want is people to to communicate, you know, and to respect each other. And uh, sometimes it, it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, how about both of uh, are you full time filmmakers? Yes, we are. Oh wow! So. Are you able to survive <laughs> that way? <laughs> well, we do. We we also do programming for two film festivals oh. in our hometown. Oh yeah, we we do. Uh, we program. We occasionally like we do programming for uh, museums, and uh, we direct a few things for television. J just actually two days ago, we finished shooting a TV series. 
for, uh, that is also LGBT. Most of our works are at least related to sexuality. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them are related to sexuality. Most of them are related to the LGBT thing. Uh, so, um, what, what is the term? What do they use in Brazil? The, to, to, uh, I mean, if they don't use LGBT, what other words would they use? Or would uh, they adopt we, LGBT? That's no, the terminology. It, uh, they pretty much use LGBT, sexual diversity, queer cinema. Mm, queer so, cinema. Yeah. yeah, those would be the most common, and gay cinema as well. Even yeah. though, like, we're not very uh, big fans of this expression, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and. Um, do you, do you see that um, that this is the way to go, um, like from festival circuit to uh, directly to DVD uh, and video, uh, video on demand uh, instead of going to a, a movie, uh, mainstream movie theater? Well, in most uh, countries that the film has been, uh, been released, uh, we're going to have a theatrical distribution, but uh. then... That's up to each distributor, you know, so, uh. And every country market. Like, yeah, and, uh, yeah, because the distributors, they know their market, they know how the film could work there, so that's pretty much up to each, uh, distributor. In Brazil, uh, especially, of course, you're gonna have a the- theatrical distribution before going on VOD and everything, but, uh. But for example, in Brazil, probably we're not gonna have, uh, DVD or uh, DVD release, yeah, because it's it's really unusual nowadays for a film to be released on DVD. Very few of them do. So, are you, are you worried about piracy? Well, of course, we we always <laughs> are, but um, I don't know if there's much we can do about it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how about the issue of uh, discrimination in um, in Brazil? Is uh, what's the situation like for uh, queer people? Well, uh, Brazil has been, uh, considered by, uh, some ONGs, by, uh, some, uh, researchers as the most homophobic country in the world, you huh. know. Uh, of course, then you can argue that some countries, uh, yeah. don't even count, uh, uh-huh. the hate crimes, and that's true, but uh, of the ones that count, Brazil would probably be with the highest, uh, Numbers and when we said uh, homophobic, we include transphobia also. Oh yeah, and is it because of is does religion play a part or is it something else or just culture? Yeah, I think uh, religion is very important in this number, but also because we lived in a dictatorship till two decades ago, so Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, most of the values of the family, Brazilian family, is based on uh, Christian uh, values and uh, military values. So, like, uh, this is very um, is that, uh, in different uh, states and re- regions is uh, yeah. different uh, hate crimes, but uh, it can be very, very uh, dangerous. And, uh, yeah. and for us, this is really important with T-shirt. Uh, represents a, a story that can uh, share a positive view right. of being gay. Because sometimes you uh, receive a lot of uh, uh, good films, but with always with a, a dark and a very bad end, right. or uh, with a bad representations. Like uh, if you're gay, you you will have a you'll suffer your whole yeah. life. Yeah, and, and of course. Yeah. Uh, 
it's, it's not that we, we don't think the films uh, they have to be made of course they do because that's totally true you know it's uh, many times it's a really really hard uh, time to be gay you know yeah. but uh, considering that films like that are already been made and really uh, been really well made we feel it's also important to have these positive uh, representations to also encourage and give yeah. hope to yeah. to young people you know especially is it a catholic church then Brazil is a Catholic uh, country, but uh, nowadays there's a really growing uh, Protestant. Uh, yeah. I don't know how you'd call that in English. It's yeah. evangelic. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah evangelical. evangelical. Yeah. yeah, evangelical, yeah. Ah. So, uh, yeah, and we're living like in a very uh, extreme situation. Like uh, a few uh, pol politicians now are... Uh, openly evangelics and they start to say homophobic things on TV and people, they are there because they are voted. So we start to really, we live in a very... Yeah, politically, we have elected last year the most conservative Congress we ever had in the past 50 years. Wow. So that's like pretty, pretty scary. You know, we've been trying to pass on a law that criminalizes homophobia because it's not criminalized in the country. Right. And... Uh, we, we haven't been able to do it yet. So, uh, I mean, there's a long way to go. How about this whole gay marriage thing? Is is that an well, issue there? Or the gay marriage in Brazil yeah. now, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's done. Uh, I mean, uh, it's not in the legislation yet, but it has been made legal by the, by the courthouses, by oh. the yeah. judiciary. Yeah. Court decisions. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah I exactly. Okay. I was yeah. in, I was, last year I was in Macau and I was interested to learn that in Macau, the students, uh, they actually, uh, learn, uh, Portuguese still. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and I actually had lunch with some Portuguese, uh, folks from Macau who, are who are, I mean, uh, they, they are officials with the government, I guess. And so now, but they actually are Portuguese. And, uh, so, um, so it's interesting. Uh, is that, uh, how many, um, how many countries in the world speak Portuguese? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, think, <laughs> uh, I used to know that, but uh, I, I guess something around 10, I think. Yeah, something uh, around 10. I would say between 7 and 13. Uh, I'll be safe there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So is, um, do, is there, um, do you think there are, are there words you have to translate into English? Like this LGBT uh, concept, Does is that, easier no. to use that than to use uh, you know to use queer or something than to use something in Portuguese I mean no uh, the LGBT actually it's uh, we say the same in Brazil we just pronounce in a different way but it's actually uh, the exact same letters you know oh. so uh, that's oh, fine do you reverse it or something no no it's the same, same. because yeah. you said uh, when you were uh, talking about NGOs you put uh yeah, yeah, we say ONG. ONG. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, but 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 that's organization, uh, organization uh, of yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so yeah, uh, it's like French, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's very similar to French in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, uh, thank you very much then for this, uh, and good luck on your film distribution on Wolf. Okay. Thank you very much, then. It was a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, and I'll send you the link. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you. Bye bye. All the best. Bye bye. Bye bye.